Is it Wednesday again already? It's Wednesday! This is Amy. And Lexi. And this is Confessions of Retail. All the tea. Welcome Welcome back back to the the shit show. show. Hello, everybody. Hello! Episode 37. Hey! I don't know why I said it like that. Like I, I was trying to go for like a train, but then I went for like a cat call. I don't know. It was a cat calling <laughs> train. Those are real, right? <laughs> and you're like, pull your train whistle. <laughs> oh, oh my, Thomas! <laughs> <laughs> the little engine that could you not know. <laughs> Oh, well, so now I'm the one that's sick. So if if y'all hear me blowing my nose and stuff, sorry, not sorry. I don't, there's nothing that I can do about it. <laughs> All right, so we are coming up on our last couple of episodes until we take our break. Holy cannolis. Yes, we are. And then season two will be done, and just like that, we have done two seasons of this. The shit show is just full of it, so we have plenty of seasons to go. <laughs> you know, I mean, we really can't run out of fuel as long as the dumpster fire is still burning, so... As long as there is retail, there will always be fuel to the dumpster fire. <laughs> I um, love reminiscing on the start of our podcast, because... It literally started over a beer. And it came over, well, it was wine, but whatever. (laughs) She's like, tips cup, I have an idea. All right? Wait. (laughs) Wait. Just hear me out. Wild, but let's start a podcast. And you're like, what's a podcast? (laughs) (laughs) But look at the enthusiasm, baby. We made it. (laughs) It was just so funny. You're like, sure. What is that? <laughs> I'm game. Let's do it. What is it, though? <laughs> That's why you my ride or die, boo. Of course. You know I got you. My Even when I don't know fan. where we're riding. <laughs> like, I literally couldn't I don't... see. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, Lexi, how was... Your week. So, Thanksgiving. Right. Thanksgiving, I didn't think we were going to be doing anything. Well, we went to one out of our three family Thanksgivings this year. But at least we got to go. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I made... Enough green bean casserole to feed a small army, but there was only like 10 people there. And I brought four <laughs> of them. Including you guys. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, that was fun. Me and the boyfriend have been eating green bean casserole to get rid of it since. Hey, I mean, I ain't mad at it. Green bean casserole is good when it's made right. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I had it on point. I had great 
great green bean casserole, just way too much of it. Oh my goodness. And you know what's funny? What? The only reason I had too much green bean casserole is because instead of buying the right sized pan for the casserole I needed, I bought a big pan and decided to match the ingredients. <laughs> it had big energy. <laughs> it was big bean energy. I. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, we finally ate through the last of it last night, and I don't think I've ever been happier to be done with green bean casserole. <laughs> until, they, until Christmas, right? Maybe. <laughs> Actually, my family tends to do brunch foods for our Christmas get-togethers. And I like, it, it might be Easter. <laughs> you know what? It might not be until next Thanksgiving. But I got another lesson, reminder of portion control, you know. <laughs> Gotta make sure you know how many servings to make. <laughs> well, I kind of did the same, but... Uh... So, we... On Wednesdays, we go and have dinner with my sister-in-law and her roommates, right? Yeah. So that's just what we did for Thanksgiving. And um, I've, uh, I, I, I was born in California. I grew up in Indiana, and now I'm living in New Mexico, okay? So I am like a plethora of culture. <laughs> but... um. You know, growing up in the Midwest, what's something that y'all always have for Thanksgiving and Christmas? Green bean casserole. Other than that, Pumpkin chicken pie? and noodles. Oh! Chicken and noodles. Yeah, chicken and noodles for sure. You're like, so... um, is, I was like, is this a trick question? <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, I normally make the green bean casserole for for holidays, but um my my sister-in-law, she her friend was going to make the green bean casserole. And I was like, y'all ever had chicken and noodles? And they were like, what's chicken and noodles? <laughs> so I was like, y'all gonna learn something this year for Thanksgiving. I'm I'm gonna bring the Midwest to the Southwest. I'm gonna make chicken and noodles. And they're like, well, what do you eat it with? I was like, with mashed potatoes. <laughs> what do you mean, what do you eat it with? A fork. <laughs> They've never heard of chicken and noodles before. And so I was like, you pour it on the mashed potatoes. And they're like, but what about gravy? I was like, you don't need gravy. You got chicken and noodles. And they're the like, chicken and noodles so, is the gravy. <laughs> yeah. So they were like, so the chicken and noodles is in place of the gravy? I'm like, yes. And they're like, I don't know how I feel about all that, you know? And I was like, you'll like it. And I made it. And, uh, and all the new Mexicans were like, I don't know about all this. <laughs> So I have a lot of chicken and noodles left over. <laughs> Although the ones that tried it liked it. <laughs> but yeah, I made chicken and noodles for the first time. I don't usually make chicken and noodles. Man, we did have chicken and noodles, but I feel like I didn't get enough this year. And my chicken noodle to green bean ratio was way off, so... <laughs> <laughs> so... I made way too much green bean casserole, but other than that, Thanksgiving was great, right? Um, it was great seeing our, our family again. We haven't really 
made any plans like we usually do over the summer and stuff, so. Because of the vid. Yeah, it's actually probably the first time we were all together in the same house since the pandemic stuff started. Right. So it was really nice seeing everybody. It was. The kids had a great time catching up with their cousins. Oh, man, was that interesting, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, My oldest has decided that he likes to cuss. And so oh, there he, were a couple he, of... He's 10. He's big now, Mom. Of course. Double digits. I'm a whole man now. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I don't remember what was going on, but something happened, and he said, shit. Oh. And I was like, uh, please don't say that. Not even 10 minutes later, my youngest trips, falls, and says, oh, shit. <laughs> I'm like... You're like, ah, fuck. (laughs) Innocence lost. (laughs) No. (laughs) I was like, we don't say that, buddy. He goes, okay, no shit. (laughs) Like, we're almost there. I love him so much. Oh, my gosh. I was like, no, uh, you got it. You got the right idea, but. (laughs) (laughs) He loves I love when he does that, when you're like, we don't do that. He goes, no, do that. (laughs) (laughs) You know. Anyways, so, speaking of my youngest, um, he's been a little obsessed with small talk lately. It's cute, but he's doing it in the wrong times, too. Like, for example, when mommy needs to go poo. (laughs) Hey, mom, while you're sitting there, let's have a whole conversation. So, I go to the bathroom. And then I hear, knock, 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 real light. And I'm like, yes. He goes, hey, mom, what doing? What's going on? I'm like, I'm pooping. What are you doing? He goes, talking to you. I'm like, well, can you talk to me when I'm all done? He goes, yeah. And I was like, okay, go play, buddy. He goes, no, mom, I'll wait for you pooping. I'm like, we're so close. (laughs) He really had us in the first half, not going to (laughs) lie. I swear, every time I go to the bathroom, I have a kid knocking on the door. I'm like, It's an attention magnet. There's some kind of gravitational pull causing this to happen. I was just like, can I just not go to the bathroom and get interrupted? That'd be great. Right? This was a solo trip. I don't need guests. (laughs) (laughs) Like, there's nothing exciting, and it doesn't even smell that good in here. What do you want from me? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Kids are just constantly stuck on moms. Um, So, yeah, my toddler is having a bit of boundary understanding issues. Well, he is almost four. Yes, he is almost four. I can't believe that he's really about to be four. I know. It's insane. 11 days, Amy. Yeah. I was about to say, less than two weeks. <laughs> Almost a week. We're at a week and a half right now. I've been watching it count down. I told Nikki, I was like, Nikki, you know you're going to be four soon? He goes, no, I'm three. <laughs> I'm like, fine, be three. <laughs> but in 11 days, you'll be four. <laughs> oh, my gosh. He will have a whole damn debate about it. He's like, no, Mom. <laughs> no. <laughs> So, the last thing we did over the week was actually probably my favorite thing I've done all year. 
my little sister took us all out to the Polar Express. In the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> pandemic Polar Express. Sounds fun. <laughs> Actually, so they had to comply with all the rules and regulations for social distancing and COVID stuff, you know. But despite having all those extra precautions in play, they did amazing. We literally just got on a train and rode through the movie. It was so freaking cool, Amy. I'm not going to lie, I really wish that I could have seen them, like, dancing and galloping along to the hot chocolate song. <laughs> I want to see these people they <laughs> dancing on this. They were I don't know if I have videos of them running, because I was like, damn, in a moving train? That's double like, the inertia. <laughs> You're like, it's this rickety-ass friggin' train. <laughs> we get on the train, right? Um... When we get on there, we all have to wear our masks, and, um, like, you can see that there's staff, but you don't really get a good feel for, like, how many different characters from the movie there are, right? You just see two people in chef hats, you know? (laughs) They're the chocolatiers, Uh right? And I'm like, okay, well, that's cool, but, you know, we get situated and settled, and then the first thing that happens is the conductor walks up to us. And she goes, she leans like way in as close as she can, right? I know, trust me, with masks, she goes, does everyone have their tickets? (laughs) And then she stands back up and I'm like, man, you guys really commit. (laughs) You really into this, eh? (laughs) Oh, Amy, I, yeah, so... So the the conductor, you know, she she does the thing and I like joke about it. I was like, are you going to whole punch whole words in our tickets and she goes if i had the skill honey i probably wouldn't be here (laughs) (laughs) and i just look at her like well that's magical (laughs) i I fucking love you yep i I love you that's literally what i said said, well that's magical (laughs) (laughs) and she just like she like smiled and giggled a little bit tips her conductor hat and walks to the next family (laughs) So, because of we're all social distancing, um, solo parties, I think, were canceled. So, it was just groups that were allowed to go. And because of how big these groups were, there was basically, like, two groups per car. We only had eight people, but, you know, we have to keep apart from each other. and Right. So, the train ride starts, and... It's, I mean, it's daylight savings time, so for some reason, this year it means midnight by dinner time. <laughs> Dude, it is pitch black here by 5.30. It's it's insane. Literally, dinner time, bedtime. <laughs> there was <laughs> <is> no evening. <laughs> so, we, this, the train starts moving, right? And immediately, like, you can see how hard the shift is because all the people that are standing are, like, gripping on. They're like, things. ooh. <laughs> they get lurched forward a little bit, you know? So, the train starts moving, and it's a hard jolt, and I'm like, okay, well, this is probably a bit of an older train. Um, The heat was a chimney furnace setup. It was, like, it was old, old. They start talking over the intercom. Um, He starts explaining that, hey, you know, welcome to the Polar Express. This is our agenda. We're going to the North Pole to meet Santa, right? 
And he tells us that, and he says, make sure to be nice to the staff, and blah, 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 something about COVID, and we're happy <laughs> to be here, even though it's a bad year, and, you know. So, we start moving faster, and I, like, I've been on a train before, once. <laughs> it turns out I was the most experienced of our group. I've actually never been on a train, but my husband has ridden a train many times. Well, I rode that train, and the one time me and my mom went to go meet my little sister's father. <laughs> <laughs> the the Reese's was a bribe, Amy. <laughs> it always is. <laughs> is it not? Son of a... No, <laughs> so... They start doing all the songs and stuff, right? They start singing, like, I believe, and uh, this hot Christmas. Chocolate. And then, yeah, hot, they segue hot, into hot chocolate. So, so we, like, we do a couple songs, right? And they go around and they ask everybody how we're doing tonight. And then all of a sudden, a hobo runs through the cart. What? And everybody's like, stop that hobo. And we're like, wait. <laughs> I don't remember this part of the movie at all. <laughs> yeah, I don't either. <laughs> and so the hobo runs like halfway down the the car and like <laughs> hides in between seats. <laughs> and so then the whole time all the kids are like, he's right there, he's right there. And all the staff are like, where? We don't see him. And so the whole time it was like this funny little game where the hobo would relocate. <laughs> I, I'm glad they didn't have an actor on top of the moving cars, okay? So, just so we're clear, the imaginary hobo guy, I'm really glad wasn't outside of the moving train. But it was a very interesting take on the whole role. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, I was cracking up so hard at the whole situation. I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize this hobo. was Polar Express now with hobo catching. <laughs> How'd you do in the hobo hunt? <laughs> what the fuck? So, um, after all the craziness with the hobo subsides, right? Like some one of the kids points out that he's hiding under a seat, and one of the staff members finally is like, "Oh, look!" And so they ask the the hobo if he's got a ticket. And he doesn't. And so they go to walk to another car. Right? And that's the last we see of the hobo. So then we go to uh, the hot chocolate song. Hot, At this hot, point, hot, hot chocolate. <laughs> we're going as at, at the top speed this train's going to go. Okay. I'm just going to say that now. I'm not going to give you the number of the speed until the end. Okay. So. We start going as fast as fucking possible, and then the hot chocolate song comes on, and instead of, like, serving the hot chocolate and then dancing, what do these people do? They skip and twirl and gallivant and bound back and forth down this moving car, right? And, like, there was a couple of times when we hit a hard bump in the tracks, and I'm like, oh no! We're going down! <laughs> hot chocolate! <laughs> hot, 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 hot chocolate! <laughs> so we're, we're having a good time, and they're winded by the end of the song. It was so funny, because I'm like, 
y'all really went for it. <laughs> like, there was no holding back. Honestly, my appreciation for their commitment was so high. So Just by the hot chocolate sauce. So, after the song ends, they come around and they give us cookies and hot cocoa, right? But, it's pandemic time, so they have to serve it all carefully, so... We each get a little, like, uh, a coffee cup, closed and lidded, with pre-made cocoa in it, and we get a little, like, packaged cookie to go with it. <laughs> the hot cocoa... I mean... Was magical... You- did you see Billy do the cartwheel down the aisle? I mean, <laughs> I did not, but you know, they definitely compensated. They came to play, Amy. <laughs> and I was like, get it. Yeah, go to the other side now. Yeah. Lap up, lap up. <laughs> Rookie numbers, you got to bring them up. <laughs> way up there. You got to get them way up there. <laughs> so. Things start to slow down, right? We're having our hot cocoa. And while we have our hot cocoa, they bring out the storybook. And they start walking up and down the aisles so all the kids can see the story pages of the storybook while the conductor reads it over the intercom. It was really cute. It was so cute. Um, My youngest at one point asked me, he goes, what's Santa? And I was like... I was like, Santa's the big red guy. And he goes, oh, red. And so he's trying to find anybody wearing red. (laughs) So he keeps trying to point. There's a guy wearing a red hoodie (laughs) in the other family group. And he's like, Santa, Santa. I was like, no, baby, that's not Santa. That's not, that's not it. And so we, uh, we finally get to the North Pole, right? And we slow down, and the music starts playing, and Santa comes out of the North Pole and waves to everybody. And so I, I point out there, and I'm like, look, there's Santa. And he goes, oh, that's Santa? <laughs> I was like, yeah. And he goes, whoa, Mom. <laughs> I was like, I know, right? <laughs> Oh my gosh, it was so cute seeing the excitement on their faces. Yeah. We had an amazing time. Um, Minus the part where I thought we were going to die. Because in my mind, we're going so damn fast that every bump in the road is us going off the tracks. We made it back safely. Is this the part when you tell me how fast you were really going? Yeah. You want to know how fast we were going, Amy? How fast? 15 fucking miles per hour. (laughs) And I thought I was gonna die. (laughs) So, it was fun. We got Santa's special bell. Um, Yes. That you can't hear, right? Or can you? Only those who got the magic in them can hear it. Only if you believe. Do you hear it? I hear it. Oh, you must be a believer. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. It was, it was the cutest. We had such a good time, but it was so late by the time we got back that we didn't even get home until almost midnight. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) I mean, 
worth it. The kids slept the whole ride, but oh my gosh, by the time we got home, I literally just like poured myself into bed. I was, I was toast. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Oh my gosh. It was a fun weekend for sure. I'm glad we got to do stuff amid the COVID year. Yeah. How was your week though? Um, I mean, I got sick. (laughs) (laughs) So there's that. (laughs) Uh, But before I was sick, I was out dashing and uh, this particular day was very busy. I don't remember. It was like a random day in the middle of the week. I think it was like Tuesday. (laughs) No, it was Monday. That was it. It was Monday. So it wasn't in the middle of the week. But anyway, um... It was it was pretty busy that night for me, which is good. That means that I make good money. <laughs> but Chili's was freaking slammed, and people. Why is were... it always Chili's? I know, right? <laughs> I mean, well, I feel here... like I don't even know that many people who even like Chili's still. Okay, Not but that their food's here... bad. Yeah, I know. Um... Chili's it's just not is my one first thought only, when I go out like, to eat, you know? Yeah, here we have a lot of fast food, but when it comes to, like, restaurants, there's really not a lot of them. Oh. Chili's is, like, one of the higher-end restaurants that we have around here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, that's why. <laughs> here, anyway, I don't know about other places. Anyway, so... They have, when it comes to Chili's and their, like, pickup situation, they ha- they are on fucking point, you know? Like, very rarely am I there longer than 10 minutes waiting on something. But there are a couple of times that they get just fucking slammed and I'm waiting for 45 minutes. It's happened, like, three times since moving here. <laughs> mm. I wouldn't so, even. Not that this- I'm that impatient. But time is money when you're dashing, and 45 minutes is three orders, potentially. Right. But, I mean, I only take... Like I said, Chili's is usually on it, but mm-hmm. um, when I'm... When, once I pick up an order, once I wait for an order, I'm I'm gonna wait and follow through with it, unless it's really ridiculous and I'm just, like, maybe pissed off about something, but... I've never been upset with Chili's per se. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't think I've ever gone into Chili's and, like, the staff was the issue. It was right. just a time issue. Yeah. Um, but Applebee's, Jesus Christ, I, I will not pick up for Applebee's anymore. I just won't. They need to get their shit together. <laughs> I said it. <laughs> uh, and uh, the Applebee's here just fucking sucks anyway regardless it's universal <laughs> well i feel like the applebee's back the one that my husband used to work at wasn't all that bad at least while he worked there we were there all the time but once he stopped working there they all have their good times <laughs> <laughs> their their golden air their golden age <laughs> when all of the staff has their shit together <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so circling back to Chili's. So this one particular night, they were very busy, but they have like 
20 parking spaces dedicated to just pickup. Okay? And and they have this whole system and it just it runs very smoothly. It's very nice. But this one night in particular, people were driving <laughs> me nuts because yeah. They weren't parking in the parking spaces. They were parking along the fucking curb and blocking up all of the parking spaces for people to be able to park in. And then they were getting out of their cars and waiting up at the door, crowding the people that are trying to, like, do their fucking job. Mm. It literally says on the spaces, you know, like, they have signs in front of the to-go spaces. The people are just standing there and bugging all of the employees and it's just it was driving me nuts they literally have signs that say <laughs> park in a to-go spot and stay in your car we will come to you right it's all over the fucking place like each spot has a sign and the doors have signs and these people are still just fucking standing around and and bitching about how long it's taken for them to get their food. Well, maybe if you got in the fucking car that they know that your food is going to, they would bring it to you faster. Instead, they have to run around and try and figure out who's got the fucking old-fashioned burger. Right. Oh, man. Oh. It's just driving me nuts. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, There was a place... Uh, it was like a barbecue place yeah. in the city I used to dash in most, right? Um, they're like just known for barbecuing. And they do a great job. They've got like this pirate themed barbecue joint. It's pretty cool. I haven't actually had their food though, so I don't know if it's as good as they say. It <laughs> smelled amazing every time. But people would always crowd around the door. Yeah. This was pre-pandemic stuff. People would right. just like, how am I supposed to run in and out of here if nobody's going to let me run in and out of here? <laughs> and those were customer and crewmate alike, you know? Right. It's so stupid. So also on this particular night, there's this other dasher. I'm not going to call him a fellow dasher because he is not my fellow. You are not my buddy, friend. <laughs> <laughs> he is an asshole and I'm going to call him the fuck out. Oh, trust um, me. I've had a few of them. Mm, I know. He is an older generation. Alright. Uh, and he's just so rude to the employees at Chili's. I've heard this man on, like, at least three separate times get attitude with employees, yell at employees, cuss at employees. Mm -mm. See, I'm already, like, mm, shaking my head hard AF over here. Right? And uh, this particular night, this one young lady that worked at Chili's called him the fuck out. And I'm happy for her. <laughs> like, you are she just fantastic. <laughs> she goes... Look, sir, I'm not going to sit here and listen to you yell at me. You're not going to cuss at me. You're not going to yell at me. You're not going to talk to me in any certain type of way except for with respect. And I said, yes. <laughs> yes. Tell that motherfucker. He goes, I didn't yell at you. And she's like, yes, you did. And I will tell my manager that you're yelling at me and I can have her come out here. 
you know, because he's <laughs> he's a dasher. Get it. You know? Right. And um <laughs> and he goes, I didn't cuss at you. And I had my window down and he's parked right beside me. I said, Yes, the fuck you did. <laughs> <laughs> and so then he got real fucking quiet. She turns around, she looks at me, she goes, Thanks. And I was like, I got you. <laughs> For real though, we gotta look out for each other. And he didn't say shit otherwise. After she brought out his food, he left. And then she comes over to me and we start talking. And and I was like, you know you can report him, right? And she was like, we don't have the tablet. We have no way of knowing who he is, what his name is or anything. Well, I don't fun. know if that's all Chili's, but our Chili's doesn't have the uh, the tablet. So that's... they can't see who the dasher is dang i know so that time that uh she called him out i was parked on his driver's side so he was on my passenger side and then the other time that i came back like another day uh he was on my driver's side instead (laughs) He had his window up, and I turn and I look at him, and he's wearing his cowboy hat. And I'm just staring at him, and he looks at me, and then he looks forward, and I just was like, you're a douche. (laughs) You're a douche. (laughs) Finger guns. Um, But so (laughs) after he left the original time, me and the employee got to talking because things had slowed down at this point it was very slow she was telling me about how he was being super rude to her and and all the employees and her manager is aware of him and has gotten many complaints about him as well and i'm like y'all need to figure out who he is so you can can like blacklist him or something so he can't get any more orders from chili's and that'll teach him because uh, about 80 percent of my orders come from chili's right (laughs) so that would teach him uh to check his fucking attitude and not be you know and he should be checking his fucking attitude already this is what her and I were talking about about how he was saying that she was being rude but he was the one that was being rude and I was like, I know, right? Like, why is it always the older generation is always so rude to the younger generation? They you know what assume I mean? we're too incompetent. Like, that assumption, the incompetence and lack of respect, they just assume that's a universal thing. And because of it, they do the things they think we are doing. And when I say older generation, I'm talking like... 60s 70s you know yeah boomers (laughs) they are always so rude to the the other generations like they're like respect your elders i would respect you if you weren't such a fucking asshole respect should be the base level disrespect should be earned right this is where y'all fucked up from a long time ago respect is earned not given I will treat you with the respect that you treat me with. You know what I mean? For me, everybody gets the exact same amount of respect that they give. Mm Mm-hmm. So outside of work, Lexi, can you come get this five-year-old, please? Can you come get her? I mean, is she still flashing the class? (laughs) 
<laughs> Look, it wouldn't have been a, a, a random question a week ago. Luckily, luckily they'd been on on break. So she since the last time we spoke, she didn't have a chance to. That's funny. <laughs> but no, you know what the fuck she did now? She cut her fucking hair, Lexi. No! Is her... it bad? <sighs> yes, it is very bad. Oh. You know, my daughter's oh, hair is just the longest, most beautiful, perfect blonde hair. She and... really does have that princess, that Disney princess hair. Yeah, and you know, here's the thing. It's just hair. I know. It's just hair. And... It's whatever. It doesn't... Def it okay, here's the thing. Hair doesn't define my child, but my child is known for her hair. You know? Yeah. <laughs> she, she's got this beautiful hair, and... I mean, was I upset that she cut it? Yeah, because that means that now we're going to have to cut it so short. Oh, Lexi, it's so bad. She cut the entire fucking side of her head. Like, not no. just a little, not just a little, like, in the front. No, the whole fucking side. And she hacked that shit. It is bad. And so, like, I, there's just no way for me to be able to save the length without her rocking a mullet. And I just can't do that to her. <laughs> so, we're going to have to go for a bob. And that's fine, but I was upset because I I do kind of have a little bit of an unhealthy relationship with my daughter's hair. <laughs> <laughs> like, she's Rapunzel and I'm Gothel and I just, like, brush it all the time. I'm constantly, like, running my fingers through it, brushing it, just playing with it, and and she cut it. Aww. Right. I know. Turd. What a turd. She's a turd. But she's cute. <laughs> she is. She's a sweetheart, too. And the hair, she'll look cute with a bob, and she'll like it because it won't be um, in the way when she's got to, like, put on her seat belt, you know, for her car seat or zip up sweaters. <laughs> mm -hmm. So it won't be in the way anymore. <laughs> so I'm happy. I mean,. You know, every kid goes through the stage. It's just, I mean, I didn't as a kid. I did start cutting my own hair as I got to be like a teenager. But as a right. kid, I never cut my hair. But she is my spirited child. And I was like, why did you do that? <laughs> and she goes, well, mom, I wanted one side to be shorter than the other. And I said, well, you, you did a great job. <laughs> it sure is shorter than the other side. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I guess and I, I was should like, be thankful the boys don't have interest in their appearance yet. Well, here's the thing. She sees me cutting my hair all the time. I cut, I trimmed their hair. I had literally just trimmed like an inch and a half of, you know, off the bottom of her hair like two days before. And so that's why she did it. 
<laughs> I'm not upset with her for doing something that she sees being done all the time. I just wish that she would have asked me to cut her hair instead. <laughs> right. You're like, I'm loving the independence, but slow down. I was like, well, so do do you like it like this? And she goes, no, I think it needs fixed. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, but I really have no way of being able to fix this. And I'm going to have to take her to a salon to have somebody fix it. And they're all closed. <laughs> so oh I'm gosh. like, well, shit. <laughs> so my kid is just kind of walking around with this <laughs> one side of her head. Like... <laughs> She looks so silly. Uh. <laughs> oh it's, it, it's driving me nuts, Lexi. <laughs> it's I, almost yeah. to where I almost want to try and fix it, but I keep talking myself out of it because I don't want to fuck it up even more. I don't want to end up having plans. to. I don't want to end up having to just buzz it. <laughs> <laughs> If you do, give her a mohawk. <laughs> no. Fine. I'm not dealing with that. It's not that I don't... Like, if later on when she gets older and she wants a mohawk, she could totally have one. But I'm not going to be the one that's responsible for keeping up on it. It's No, no I'm not doing it. <laughs> so, other than that, before we move on to in the news, I wanted to uh, briefly talk about our nomination. Yeah. I'm so excited, you guys. We got nominated. We did. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's exciting. So, this group, the Indie Pods United group, they have, um, out of hundreds of podcasts being nominated for the top 25 indie podcasts of 2020 and we had made it to the top 50 and yeah we did the top 25 will be announced uh on the third so we hope that we get make it to the top 25 but we're happy to make it to the top 50 we're <laughs> so happy to make it to the top 50 out of hundreds of podcasts, considering we didn't even nominate ourselves, Lexi. <laughs> I know! I was so left field. I remember I was, like, making spaghetti, and my phone goes off, and I see you had texted me, telling me all of this, and I immediately stopped cooking dinner. You called me, you're like, what are you do it, And about? I called her. I was like, we're doing the what with the what now? <laughs> what? Hey! <laughs> <laughs> So we're super excited. We're so excited. Yay, it's a great way to end 2020. Hell yeah. We could use a little more good news. I Come mean, on, Powerball. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> we started this podcast just as a way for us to be able to have a safe space to vent and also to create a safe space for retail employees to be able to tell their stories, have their voices heard. And obviously we're starting to make some noise, y'all. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> so with that, keep them stories coming. Yeah. Any interviews? Yeah. You want to be interviewed? 
hit a girl Get up. Get at us. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Holla at your girls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we also got two new reviews on iTunes. Hey. the They're both five stars. Hey. We love you right back. <laughs> so the first review says, fun. These are two girls I'd like to get a drink with. They're a lot of fun to listen to. And that comes from Kerr. <laughs> I'm just going to spell it out. K-I-R-H-V-I. <laughs> you you want to read the other one? Curvy. Curf. <laughs> it looks like curvy. When you say it like that, you know. <laughs> Don't let me butcher it. I love you right back. And uh, we can get virtual drinks any day of the week. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be Social fun. distance drinks. A toast with the host. <laughs> that would be fun. Um, Our second interview uh, is, is also five stars. I think you already said that, though. I did. <laughs> and they said, love it. Super amazing podcast with the best hosts. Highly, highly recommended. And that comes from Mama Labs. Hey, thanks for the reviews. And we love y'all right back. Yay. Anybody else want to write us reviews? We'll read them on pod and we'll love you forever. <laughs> so with that, you ready to go on to In the News? Oh, yeah, I'm ready for In the News. We all know people can be wild. Yes, even in public. Sometimes. Things get so wild, they make the news. Hey, here's some news articles we found. What is your news article? Alright, so, mine comes from the Daily Dot. And it's about a TikTok video. Um, TikTok shows Costco Karen 5.0 trying on clothes as she refuses to leave the store. <laughs> So, this woman was on the loose within the retail jungle, refusing <laughs> to wear a mask or leave the warehouse store in Cincinnati, Ohio. To further disrespect the store's security and other patrons, she even decides to start trying on clothes during her reign of terror. And you're not allowed to be doing that right now. Like, you're not even allowed to go into Costco Wait, without Costco a mask. Costco doesn't even have fitting rooms. Yeah, anyway, like, you don't, you don't try things on at Costco. Before pandemic. <laughs> Hold on. I'm only sending you this because I do want you to see the video because you're going to be like, mm, girl. <laughs> you ever all of a sudden get mad at a stranger? <laughs> <laughs> okay. The video posted by uh, at Kinton Frederick has earned 1.2 million views on TikTok so far. The caption reads, TikTok took it down because some of y'all's comments were a little too harsh. Anyway, don't disrespect Costco like that. <laughs> With Christmas on the way, sightings of deal-seeking, troublemaking Karens and Karen videos are sure to increase. The latest installment shows Costco Karen 5.0 being asked to leave the store, surrounded by three large men, likely asking her to put on a mask. My answer is no, she responds. You're wasting my time. 
Costco wait, Karen. Wait, wait, they're wasting her time. <laughs> Is Ugh. that not a Karen move? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Fucking Karen. Costco Karen then declares, I'm going to go around every aisle in the store. Are ya? Okay. <laughs> The three men fail to remove Karen from the store as the drama unfolds. Even after she spots the videographer filming her, she goes about her business. The video cuts <laughs> to reveal her trying on a jacket. At the end of the video, Costco Karen 5.0 can be seen laughing in the face of a security guard. She was luckier than some of the others who get viral for the same reason, some of whom are even arrested for their defiance. Why did we go easy on this, Karen? Well, it says in a subsequent post related to it, uh, he was asked about the woman and responded, she ended up leaving about 30 minutes or so after this. <laughs> yep. If she wasn't wearing a mask, then why was she allowed in? Well, okay, so three guys tried to remove her. Like, they tried to kick her out. You know what I mean? But they're, like, also probably trying not to, like, beat her up. Look, all I'm saying is... I don't really care what happens to Karen. You know what? <laughs> Just call me Scrappy Doo, girl. <laughs> she can, Let me at him. <laughs> she can fuck around and find out via the scientific method, though. Oh, yes, my favorite. <laughs> Science, bitch. <laughs> All right, Amy. Crazy COVID Karens aside, unless you got one too, what's your article? <laughs> mine is not about Karen. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> um, mine comes to us from CBC up in Canada. Oh. C yes. This is from mm, Winnipeg. <laughs> okay. Uh, thief steals empty cash register, jumps into icy river to evade Winnipeg police. <laughs> Well, that sounds like he just had a really bad night. <laughs> like, that's going to fuck your whole day up. <laughs> a a 32-year-old man is in custody after he reportedly stole an empty cash register and tried <laughs> to get away by swimming in the icy water of the Assiniboine River on Thursday. That is fucking priceless. I wonder if he knew that the register... I mean, he had to have known that the there was... He probably thought that there was money in the register. Right? Like, Do you who's going to steal an empty MasterCard register? Commercials? <laughs> Do you remember know. those? I don't know. Stealing an empty register. Two to five years. Oh. <laughs> Escaping in the river. Priceless. <laughs> <laughs> That's he what didn't was escape, going through this though. <laughs> I know! <laughs> I'm just saying that's what was going through this dude's head when he was trying it. He's like, he tried there's it. a register. There's money in there. No, there isn't. Also, there's moving water. <laughs> Police were called to the 2000 block of Portage Avenue near Assiniboine Park at about 10.15 p.m. After people saw a man damaging the door of a closed business, according to the news release issue on Saturday. Police say the person stole an empty cash register and ran in the direction of the river. Officers, including the K-9 unit, followed the person's tracks in fresh snow. As they closed in on the man, he jumped into the river 
trying to walk on the ice, but falling through and swimming in the chilly water. Two water rescue units um, from the Winnipeg Fire Paramedic Service came to try to rescue the man, but he refused to be rescued for nearly half an hour before he was taken into custody. (laughs) He's like, if you can't rescue me, you can't get me. (laughs) (laughs) Nuh-uh. I don't want your help. Fuck you, dirty coppers. (laughs) (laughs) And he's really in an outlaw era, isn't he? (laughs) Over there in his own. (laughs) (laughs) Police took the man to the hospital as a precaution, but he was medically cleared to be taken into custody. The 32-year-old man was charged with breaking and entering and theft, as well as two outstanding charges, and was detained in custody. I'm 32 years old. (laughs) (laughs) Me and this guy clearly took different turns in life. (laughs) (laughs) I was about to say, what's it like? Looking through the looking glass, you know? Like, whoa, I did way better use of my time. (laughs) I didn't try and steal an empty cash register and then jump into a icy river, so Okay, but did you steal a full register and jump into a hot river? (laughs) (laughs) My life's obviously going better than this guy. (laughs) (laughs) Avoid any cold rivers, you know? All right, so does that mean that it is tea time? Tea time. Clink. Clink. Well, what is your first story, Amy? My first story is called Cheese Packets. (laughs) (laughs) It's called what? (laughs) I just want you to do it again. I just, I heard you, but I need to, I need to confirm for science. (laughs) <laughs> Did you say cheese? <laughs> okay, but if it's not Velveeta, cheese packets sounds really uncomfortable to me too. <laughs> I've never heard of cheese packets <laughs> unless they're like the sh- the shaker parmesan cheese that you put on your pizza that you know they give you to go. <laughs> okay, I could yeah. I was thinking like the Velveeta singles. <laughs> That's a pouch, though, not a packet, I guess. All right. (laughs) All right. This comes back to me every time I now hear the word cheese, and I chuckle. (laughs) A few years ago, actually more like 15 years ago now that I think about it, well, that I was a leap. <laughs> <laughs> Just from a few, a few to actually, <laughs> it was fifteen. <laughs> it's very specifically more than a few. <laughs> <laughs> I worked at a convenience store slash gas station that belonged to a major chain famous for its beverage choices. In hmm. my own, I'm, I'm like. Was it a Seven <laughs> Eleven? Right, like now there's quite a few. <laughs> right. I, could fit I was like, could be Speedway, but I don't. Sp- I don't think Speedway was around 15 years ago. Maybe. I don't know. I'm don't just. Know. I- I'm gonna go with Seven <laughs> Eleven. Or Wawa. I don't know. Maybe Wawa. That's yeah, a thing. Wawa. Yeah, it's over on like the East Coast. 
Well, I don't have no Wawa's over here, so. I remember I used to date a guy that lived in Delaware and he would talk about Wawa iced tea and I was like, a what? <laughs> a what kind of an iced tea? A Wawa, oh. you know, a Wawa. And I'm like, no, I don't fucking know what a Wawa is. <laughs> you look at him like, um, it's drugs, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's terrible. Anyway, they do have pretty good iced tea. It's almost kind of like Snapple. I worked at a convenience store slash slash gas station that belonged to a major chain famous for its beverage choices. In my tiny town, it was the place to get snacks. Largely because after 5 p.m., it was basically the only place open along with the grocery store on the other end of town and the video store and the bars. (laughs) Everything else is closed after five, I guess. <laughs> hmm. That's kind of weird, but all right. This is 15 years ago, so yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a different that's time That's why I'm, then. like, trying to think about it. I'm like, that's weird, but all right. Accurate. <laughs> Being a forestry-dependent town, we were a stopping point for tree planters. For the most part, we didn't mind uh for that short period that it was busy but they did tend to leave the store a mess the bathroom would have tp or paper towel all over the place there would be coffee spilled on the floor and slush all over the counters but you could usually count on at least one person to provide an interesting story <laughs> <laughs> We had one girl come in that was very high. (laughs) I could smell pot, but I honestly didn't know who it came from. And I would not have been surprised if that wasn't the only thing that she'd had. She was very interested in the slush machines. Anyway, she comes up to the counter with a small bag of tortilla chips, a to-go-sized container of salsa, and (laughs) and says... Do you have any cheese packets? Cheese, 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 cheese packets, cheese, (laughs) cheese. Oh my gosh! Before I could ask what she meant. As we didn't have small individual containers of nacho cheese, she turned around and went back to the slush machines. <laughs> I don't know if she ever found suitable cheese. My coworker rung up her items while I was assisting someone else, but I could hear her <laughs> I could hear her repeating cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that word so weird? There's so many E's. <laughs> Stoner thoughts. <laughs> Did I say the S at the end? <laughs> I better let her know I was talking about cheese. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, that's funny. I said, I know it's not a thrilling tale, but it still gives me a good chuckle. And I thought it was a nice change from the usual Karen stories. <laughs> yes. Thank you for that. <laughs> yes, for sure. Cheese. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> what is your first story? <laughs> Mine is also a bit short. Less cheesy. <laughs> uh huh. I mean, there's not so much cheese, but there's definitely a <laughs> recreational celebration. <laughs> well, there's nothing wrong with that, so. <laughs> well, I'm saying that they might have wanted some cheese packets, too. <laughs> <laughs> some cheese! <laughs> so, my story is titled, A Preview of Things to Come. Question mark. <laughs> yep, question mark. <laughs> For detail, I'm in Arizona. Recreational hey, marijuana. Yeah, right. Recreational marijuana was just made legal, and sure the was. sales are to begin in May, I think. Hey. Well, I think my last would-be guest has been celebrating the news. <laughs> <laughs> Your players for this evening are me and SC, Stony Curtis. <laughs> uh, forgive me, Flintstones reference. So Stony Curtis drives up to the lobby doors, which are locked. After reading the note stating this, and as I am walking up to the door to unlock them, he begins yanking on them to try to open them. As I start to unlock the door, he is fumbling around and can't put his mask on. The guy is high as a kite. He can't stand still. He's hopping around and twirling and hitting his chest with both hands and making explosion sounds. I, sh I seriously should have left the door locked and told them to go away. We were full. <laughs> <laughs> so I say, can I help you? He says, pay cash? I say, I'm sorry, what? He says, can I pay cash? Absolutely, but we will need a $200 cash deposit. Well, here's the thing. I don't have an ID. <laughs> I say, oh, um, I'm sorry, but you have to have a valid photo ID to get a room. I can prove I'm who I say I am. I don't need ID. And I say, uh... oh, how is that? <laughs> he says, my name is Stoner McDumbass. <laughs> <laughs> You're damn right. <laughs> <laughs> so I say, that doesn't prove you're Stoner McDumbass. I could say I'm Queen Elizabeth, but that doesn't make it true. <laughs> so then he responds with, my word is proof. You have to accept it. Uh, no, I don't. <laughs> So I say, sorry, no ID, no room, bro. <laughs> he says, Don't make dumbass. You are impending on my constituent rights. You have to take my word for who I am. No, I don't. I say, uh, sorry? Bring your ID next time. Have a good night. As I locked the door, he was getting into his car yelling, there was no one else in the car, that I wouldn't <laughs> believe him and he can't get a room. And the words of Medea, Lord, help me. You guys are never going to believe this. <laughs> he didn't let me in. I know, right? What a fucking asshole. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> what guys? Your car is empty. <laughs> are you on the phone? Oh, I don't need a phone. I am who I say I am. <laughs> Why are people like that? No, no. Because I say so. <laughs> must be <laughs> well like with my id when i went to the bmv or i'm sorry the mvd <laughs> the whatever the fuck <laughs> whatever the fuck it's called here <laughs> <laughs> um i wanted to get one of those real ids the one with the star up in the corner you know yeah not that i fly all the time or something but you know for just 
just in I case need to you got it for eight years who knows what you're gonna need in the next eight years shit right well but so i took my um my birth certificate had my indiana license i had my two proofs of register you know my two proofs of residency and she goes well i need your marriage certificate and i looked at her and i was like my marriage certificate and she was like yeah, because I have no way of actually being able to prove that this person on this ID is this person from this birth certificate because they have two different last names. And I mean, huh. I had my social security card too, which has my my married name, not my maiden name. And and I was like, well, that's a fair thing, I guess. <laughs> You're like, but, mm, fair. <laughs> fair. Um, but she was like, do you have your marriage certificate at home? And I was like, yes. And she was like, do you want to run and get it? And I was like, that'd be great if I knew where it was. And she she goes, when was the last time you seen it? And then before I could even say anything, she was like, and don't tell me your wedding day. And I was like, finger guns. <laughs> you answered the question. Pew, pew. <laughs> I'm like, it's not like I had it framed and I have it hanging up somewhere. <laughs> uh, my husband and I have been together for 11 years, married for nine, and I don't know where our certificate is. He doesn't know where our certificate is. It's around here somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> my second story. For $1,600, I shouldn't need to use a coaster. Oh, is that, is that how you feel? It's how they feel. I used to work for a store that sold home goods as well as furniture. Though it was all set up together in one building, the two sides of the business were carried on differently. And this is the story of a time when I, from the home goods side, screwed up while taking a call for the furniture side. This woman had purchased a nice dining room table from us six months earlier. But she told me the finish was already ruined and she was very upset. I apologized and asked her a few questions about how she used it. Apparently, she has two young boys and was using the table as an everyday table in her kitchen where it was taking spills and abuse nonstop. I brought up her sale in our computers and saw there were no notes about care, so I apologized again and offered to replace the table, but warned her that what she wanted was a much less expensive kitchen table. Her dining room table cost $1,600 because it was made completely from real, unpressed wood. Oh. So she's trying to use an expensive dining room table as an everyday table with two young kids. <laughs> Damn. I told her that we could refund the difference once she chose a kitchen table. The lady said that she did not want a kitchen table. She just wanted a replacement of the exact same one. 
I explained that the pits and stains that she was seeing weren't due to any defect in the product, that they are just a natural consequence of water and roughness on the material. I offered to help her choose coverings and tablecloths to protect the wood, but she said she wanted to see it? Oh. Oh, she wanted to see the table. Okay, I'm like, what? (laughs) So she didn't want, like, a tablecloth. She wanted to be able to see the table. So I suggested placemats and coasters, which is when she suddenly became agitated and shouted, For $1,600, I shouldn't need to use a coaster. (laughs) I was so taken aback, I just blurted out, It's made of wood. (laughs) That's when I remembered the furniture salespeople put their notes on sales on a different part of the computer. And the original saleswoman had written, I begged her not to buy this table. (laughs) 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 But I had already promised to replace it. So now I was stuck. I told the customer I found this note that she had been informed of the care ahead of time and warned that the table would not suit her needs. She still insisted on taking a replacement table. I told her that if she didn't use coasters and placemats, the new table would just would end up just as bad in six months as the current table. And then she says, well, then I'll swap it in again then. What? No. We keep notes on you, bitch. (laughs) Listen, bitch. Listen. (laughs) You don't get to buy expensive tables and replace them every six months because you got two rough kids. (laughs) It doesn't work that way. But uh, the very last sentence says, I will never forgive myself for giving that woman anything at all. (laughs) She wants a $1,600 table but she doesn't want to have to take care of it like i mean is that how that works though you don't buy louis batons to wear them every day there's somebody out there thinking that like they're like nah <laughs> fuck no <laughs> i am offended because you're looking out for me Bitch, fuck. Don't use the coasters then. Shit. (laughs) We're not replacing it in six months, though. I'll tell you that right now. Get bent. (laughs) You got this time. You know what I mean? You you got this time on me, but you ain't doing that again. (laughs) What's your second story, Lexi? My second story is titled, My first time in a strip club was for a delivery, and it was the best delivery of my pizza career. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> went to deliver pizza gotta see boobs worth it <laughs> fucking win best tip ever <laughs> alright you so, don't even have for- to pay me I, I got all the tip I need <laughs> I got a full <laughs> tip and you did too ma'am you keep the pizza I'll keep the memories <laughs> alright this is from a few years ago I was delivering pizza in rural Canada for about three years while I was going to school. One random Wednesday night, around 10 p.m., we get an order to deliver to the local strip club for a person named Star, which was actually pretty common as the place itself didn't serve food, 
and always had rich oil guys in there on their weeks off. At the time, I was 18 years old, which was under the legal age to be allowed inside the club, but luckily, the other driver I was working with was only 17 years old, so by default, my boss said I should take it as I was older and he needed to stay back as he was the cook for the night. So I hop in my car and head on over and go in to the first strip club of my life. (laughs) Inside, there was one bartender listening to Shania Twain and an old man sitting at the stage with a pile of $5 bills in front of him. That's it. Very underwhelming first impression on my end. As I walk to the bartender, I assume the pizza is for her, so I ask, Pizza for Star? And the second the words leave my mouth, a dancer comes out onto the stage in full lingerie. We lock eyes, and she goes, Oh my god, you guys were so fast, I'm just about to start. Might as well take a seat. And motions to the crusty lazy boy at the side of the stage. Gotta love the uh, accuracy and realism here, huh? (laughs) Now, I've heard stories of the strip club my entire life. Girls with no teeth, missing limbs, frumpy appearances, you know. I think they even had a little person dancer only night to draw in any sort of crowd. (laughs) Anyway, this girl is actually really pretty and my mind immediately starts racing. Do they actually get fully naked? Is it boobs only? Why is the old man pissed off that I'm sitting across from him? And just like that, the lights shut off and the stroke by Billy Squire takes over the bar. (laughs) Now, when I say this girl was only paying attention to me, I mean, she literally didn't even turn to face the old man once. I'm not sure. Yep. I'm not sure if it was my excited first time at the stripper's expressions. Or what? But she starts taking (laughs) off her clothes, getting more and more undressed to the point where she is 100% naked, laying on her back, the whole shebang. I think I blacked out at this point because I honestly can't remember the last part of her routine. (laughs) And when the dance was over, the old man was gone. I don't know how I didn't notice him leave because he would have to walk right beside my chair to exit. Star gets up from the stage floor, but leaves her clothes on the floor and looks over to me and says, One sec, I have to go to the change room for a second, and heads off stage. I assume to throw a robe or something on, but when she comes back, the only thing that changed now is she's holding cash. How much was it again? She asks, (laughs) all cutesy to me while standing completely nude still. I don't know what to do. Do I just continue to look at them? (laughs) I mean, she knows I just watched her whole dance for five minutes, and now I got the meet and greet package. But now my teenage boy alarms start freaking out with the attractive naked woman in front of me. I I don't know, I respond, trying not to break eye contact. I, I, uh, numbers, <laughs> I'm trying math. so hard not to break eye contact with her. Uh... It looks strenuous. We blankly stare at each other for a few seconds before I remember the receipt in my hand <laughs> and tell her the price. Been there the whole she time. She and hands me a handful of crumpled up bills and then pulls out an extra $20 bill <laughs> and kisses it before handing it to me. Sorry I made you had to wait so long. Hope you enjoyed the show, she says as she handed me the tip. I just nodded and said thank you as I couldn't move the pizza bag that was in front of my sofa. <laughs> reasons <laughs> when i get back to the store i tell my boss and co-worker the story my boss laughs and even gave me a high five for the best delivery story he's ever heard 
but my coworker is just mad. <laughs> he says, should have been me. Apparently, he'd never seen a girl naked before in his life. And for the rest of the night, he was in his feels and incredibly depressed that he missed out on the opportunity to take the delivery. Looking back at this story, gotta say, still my favorite. <laughs> What's better than pizza? Titties. At one time that I delivered pizza <laughs> to a strip club. <laughs> and I got a dance out and of it she and she kissed, kissed me. me. With a kiss to <laughs> oh. oh my goodness. But yeah, that was my second story. <laughs> All right, so does that mean that it's time for demographics? Oh, it's time for them demographics. We got a whole bunch of Texas. We sure do. In our top four cities. And we don't have any They're actually our top. Two-way or not. Not even a single one. (laughs) All right, Amy. So who we got in first place this week? We got Dallas, Texas. Hey. Hey, y'all. Right behind them in second place, we got Austin, Texas. Sure do. And right behind them is Fort Worth, Texas. Hey! Damn, y'all. I know. Look, Texas, we love you, too. We got Texas size (laughs) love for y'all, okay? (laughs) (laughs) All the love. All the love. (laughs) And then who we got in fourth place this week, Amy? We got Manhattan, New York. Hell yeah, we do. All the way over there. Still All never the been to New York. Yeah, I have, but I'd really like to go where I can remember it, so. <laughs> <laughs> you Wait, you don't want to remember your vending machines in the subway? <laughs> I mean, I remember that part. And that's all I remember. <laughs> Alright, Lexi, you got our quote for this week? I sure do. So, this quote comes from Henry Ford. Yep. Left field, I know. when everything seems to be going against you remember that the airplane takes off against the wind not with it hey yeah sometimes those struggles even though they might seem a little much trust me they're very rewarding when you get through them when you go against the grain it holds you up hell yeah it does (laughs) unless you're shaving then never go against the grain (laughs) no don't don't go against the grain so many people shave against the grain. And I'm like, no, you shave with the hair. With the hair. With <laughs> Triggered. <laughs> shave down, not up. <laughs> Sheesh. You'll thank me later. Right. <laughs> All right, guys. We love you. And we'll talk to you next week. Yep. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Make sure you go and like our Facebook page, Confessions of Retail, all the tea. Also find our group, fans of Confessions of Retail, all the tea. Don't forget to find us on Twitter. We are at Corat Pod. Yeah, we are. Corat for life, yo. Corat for life, yo. And then you can also check out our Instagram page. Confessions of Retail Podcast. Woo! So, this is our stop. Until next week when the shit show rolls on. Amy and Lexi. Signing off.
That was a Titan Cast episode.